Whether you're a pro athlete, an exhausted parent, or you spend all day in an office chair, CBDMD wants to give you the support that you need to make it through the day. CBD Freeze and Recover are an outstanding duo of topical products with specialized formulas to provide targeted relief where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try Freeze, Recover, and every other CBDMD product, you can take 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code NBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBD MD. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. Bang! Bang! It's good! And the Mavericks have won the game! How happy are Mavs fans to buy a season ticket package? I'd say happier than Dirk on a game day. Game day! And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The Hawking Hunk, the One More Thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? What the crap kind of opening is that? What what title was that? They're playing the Hawks. Hawk. I, oh, still, the Hawking. We haven't. We haven't talked about the TV shows in a while at the, at the beginning. Ooh. Are you watching anything? I haven't asked you this. Lately. I mean, we talked Besides, about WandaVision. I'm still in on WandaVision. It's well, been... yeah, I'm, I'm talking about like good shows. But no, watching... come on. <laughs> come on. I will not take the slander anymore. The last time we kidding. talked, it in. wasn't good. And now now it's like, ooh. I'm back in. I'm super intrigued. I have questions. They at least have me like locked in because I have questions. But I want to give a plug to the show on Showtime called Your Honor incredible show mm. absolutely love it my wife and i are it's kind of like the undoing in a way and uh it's like showtime's version of the undoing and it's very good and we look forward to the past sundays for new episodes so uh go watch it if you're um yeah if you have showtime or just get that free trial and cancel <laughs> it in 30 days <laughs> there you go on today's show isaac is going to ask some big nba burning questions we're going to talk about the entire league it's always going to be mavs focused on the lockdown mavericks podcast we talk about the dallas mavericks every single day so sometimes we like to every branch out day. and talk about other teams as well but you know we're always going to give you that mavs focused angle so uh yeah we covered the team for six years we've been doing this podcast this is, this is our fourth year we're going we're going into our fifth year of doing this podcast soon so uh, man, we've been doing this for a while and we're, uh, we're happy to, uh, shout out to the conversation we had on the phone. I was walking out of a John legend concert in Dallas and oh, yeah. Nick calls me and is like, Hey, would you be interested in doing a daily podcast? <laughs> and I'm like, I look at my wife as we're walking out. This was, uh, no kids. Uh, I don't even think we had a dog at the time and we did not know each other that well. Not no yeah we have done one podcast together yes and talked at games and I remember looking at my wife and be like you think I could pull off a daily podcast I think we record every night originally we we're like we'll record every night at midnight because we're night owls and <laughs> and we still like, do we're doing it like, right now and I said it'll be like twenty minutes a night and my wife was like all right sounds good and I said like, and we'll get paid now four years later it takes up an hour of my day and <laughs> podcast pre- podcast prep and i was sitting on the couch the other day and my wife literally says you talk to nick more than you talk to me <laughs> and i was like if we count text that might be valid <laughs> and dms and but let's talk about some questions these are not like super burning league altering questions but and they're not like quiz questions 
but it's questions I think uh, bring up some good talking points. And the first one has to do with the Mavericks. How many teams above the Mavericks right now would you say that you are confident on and you would put money on? If this was a bet online AG prop bet, how many teams above the Mavericks in the standings right now are you confident finishes above the Mavericks Ooh. at the end of the year? Well, we we talked about yesterday the uh, what the bet online odds to win the the West was, and there's only a couple teams above the, the Mavericks. If I believe it was the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Nuggets, and maybe the Jazz. I think the Jazz were above them. I think those were the only teams that were above the Mavericks mm-hmm. as far as the odds. But if I'm looking at it. So the Mavericks right now, 11 and 14. They are third to last in the West. Teams above them in order. Rockets, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Warriors, Nuggets, Kings. Uh, Kings actually just lost. They'll be lower. Spurs, Blazers, Suns, Clippers, Lakers, Jazz. I think the Jazz, Lakers, and Clippers are all locks. Absolute locks. Okay, going into the season, did we both agree that it was Clippers and Lakers that were locks? I don't yeah. actually don't think mm-hmm. so. Not for me, because if you if you remember me, I thought the Clippers would. They were. I had them like fourth or fifth in the West. I thought I didn't think they would start off as hot as they have. I think the Lakers were the only team that I said was a lock to finish above Dallas at the beginning of the season, like before it started. But now, yes, how long is that list now for you? Yeah, I, I think it's it's Lakers, Clippers, and then Jazz for sure. Like the Jazz are just. I mean, they're just rolling. And it'd be really hard for the Mavericks to flip that record, right? Like, it's something catastrophic would have to happen to the Jazz, and something the Mavericks would have to just go on a crazy run. The Suns, five games over 500, that's not that big of a, a leap to go there, right? The, the Mavericks are what? They're four games back from them. So, yeah. I would, they're eight and a half back from the Jazz right now. That's a huge gap. But four games back from the Suns. Uh, I think the Suns maybe could still pull it off. And then. Like the Nuggets are the Nuggets are so weird because some games you watch them and you're like, oh man, this team is this rolling, this team is ready to go. And then other other times you watch it, they just lay like duds, right? They're kind of like the Mavericks. They've they've had a weird season like that. The, the Mavericks, the Mavericks, the Heat, and the Raptors have and, and the Nuggets have had have all had these games where like they're awesome and they're they look awesome and they're back, and then all of a sudden they have another game where they just stink. Right, yeah. it's so strange. Those four teams were all playoff teams, and I think all of them won a playoff round except for the Mavericks. So, uh, and the Mavericks got close. So, it's uh, it's really interesting that those four teams are all like that, and that no other teams kind of have those hangover. I guess it's a bubble hangover or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, when I look at it, I think we, I think I have to put the Clippers in that group now. And I think just by the record, I mean, just, I mean, they've only lost five games, the Jazz. I think I have to put Utah in that group. Yeah. But I think it does speak a little bit into, you know, the whole conversation of Dallas digging the hole. Like, you don't want to dig that hole too deep. And I think it does speak, and we've heard so much about, hey, they don't have time. I mean, they need time, but they don't have time. And it's like, we got to do this, we got to do that. With the if if Dallas goes on and strings on a few more wins and they move up a couple more spots in the standings, like like you said, they're only four games back from the Suns, who are fourth. And I think that's my cutoff point. I mean, you can you can say we're like biased or whatever, but I think right now, still, no matter how the the bad start and everything for Dallas, I still think there's only three teams in the West that I would say right now is a lock because going into it, when I first thought about that question, I'm like, all right, I'm probably gonna have like five or six teams 
that I'm like confident that like I'm shooting for like six, seven, eight right now in the conference. I think the expectations are lower and I don't think so. I like, they're still, the Spurs are fifth in the West right now, 14 and 10. <laughs> they could sell off DeRozan Aldridge and what, like, I don't know what they're going to do. You, I mean, we have no clue. The Kings are seventh in the West. Nuggets are playing weird. Like you said, and Rockets traded Harden. We don't know it. They're probably going to be sellers. I think they will. The Suns are weird. I, I don't, I mean, they're good, but I feel like Booker so still has young. it. They're so young. They and are, yeah. is, And Aiden is so bad on defense at times. Like, teams just take advantage of him, and that's a big problem for them. Yes. And I don't think Booker has taken the, like, superstar level jump that some people thought he would this season. Yeah, like he's, been kinda in and, he's been kind of in and out of the lineup, though. He has, but I... I don't know. I thought he would be viewed as like a Jason Tatum. And I know some people are out there like, he's better than Tatum. But I I kind of view Tatum in I that. I don't think that many people think that. I feel like some people might. But I thought he would be in that, like he would vault himself up. And I don't think he has so far this season. But I just think that that question is something to think about. I'm sure some you know people will tweet at us and be like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. The Nuggets will finish higher and all of that stuff. Like they that. could, but the, the Mavs only have three more losses than the Nuggets right now, and only the Nuggets only have one more win. <laughs> it's not like the yeah. Nuggets are playing that much better right now, uh, just just record wise. So I don't I don't know that it's that it's, it's that crazy to think about. And none of these teams like none of these teams have the stars or a type of team that would just put together a huge run right like if you looked at the teams above the mavericks who could put together a huge run right like string together 15 wins something crazy yeah. like that right 10 to 15 wins like maybe the warriors but even the warriors like they steph would just have to go nuts and draymond would have to you know stay healthy all those other guys would have to start playing well, well De- denver's the team for me denver's the one team uh the blazers you could talk yourself into the blazers going on a run like that but they're so beat up and injured and i know McCollum and I know it's just it sucks for them I was hoping that this year would be a year where they're all healthy and we get to see what this this Blazers team actually is but Godspeed I will Mike, say Mike CJ, Richmond <laughs> CJ McCollum and Bill Simmons had an incredible pod when CJ McCollum said you every year you keep on putting me in trades with Kevin Love <laughs> and Aaron Gordon I literally died laughing my I felt very seen when he said that we've done <laughs> that too I think every NBA podcaster and writer has done that over the course yes. of their career. So, all right, coming up, Isaac's giving me more questions. Where do the Dallas Mavericks fall and uh, other teams across the league? Who should the Mavs be threatened by? All that kind of stuff. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris. This episode is brought to you by 1010. Now, you may have read about this in the New York Times, InStyle Magazine, or Forbes, and we're excited to tell you about it. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful commitment ring. They're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com, and when they're gone, they're gone. We all know that the diamond engagement ring is iconic. It's a timeless expression of the deepest commitment between two people, and with 1010, it's a beautiful envisioned in the hands of 10 modern designers working exclusively with sustainably sourced diamonds if you're ready to mark a special commitment or looking for a unique and meaningful way to celebrate valentine's day you're definitely going to want to check this out again this exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings is now available exclusively at bluenile.com we're covering everything you need to know with the dallas mavericks but what about the rest of sports 
The Lockdown Podcast Network has you covered with tons of other shows, but Lockdown Today, hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, has all the sports you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Lockdown Today podcast wherever you get your pods. All right, Isaac Harris, hit me with another question. All right, we were already talking about Booker a little bit, so I'm just going to go ahead and throw this one at you. Who has the highest trade value right now if they hit the market? Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, or De'Aaron Fox? Oh, De'Aaron Fox, Carl Anthony Towns. What was the first one? Devin Booker. Booker, Towns, and Fox. Who has the most trade value? I'm I'm gonna go. I start. I'll, I'll tell you my thinking real quick. Contract stuff matters with this, but well, they're they're all super young. They're all under contract for at least the next three to four years. They're all around like the thirty million. They all pretty pretty much got their you know big, huge extension and all of that. I originally started with just Booker and Cat, but I wanted to throw a third guy in there, and I threw Fox in there because. There is some like all-star type buzz. People are starting to you know, talk about him a little bit. He is having a career year, 23 points a game. You know, there's, you know there's all-star buzz when the talk about, oh, should they play an all-star game? And LeBron makes his comment. And people are asking Fox, like, what do you think about the all-star game, right? Like That means yeah. there's actual all-star buzz around him if they want his opinion because there's a chance he might play in the game. Yeah, for sure. But I thought you were going to sit there and say because he has no shot. And I don't want to say he doesn't have a shot because they I think are. he's shooting pretty well from three. Yeah, he's shooting 30, 36%. Well, I mean, <laughs> don't even. Uh, <laughs> you totally I, I went with you totally I did. I was like, really? You just went right into <laughs> shooting numbers? I meant like, because uh, <laughs> you even like looked up at your computer and everything too. You're like, you're going to look it up. I'm like, oh, dang, he's going to look up his three right now. <laughs> um, who has the highest trade value? It's got to be Booker, the shooter, right? You, you go with the shooter. Who, over Cat? I'm going over Cat, yeah, because I think that that's tough, but I think that a guy like Booker, you can plug into a team much easier than you can plug a guy like Carl Anthony Towns. And so then there'd be a bidding war, right? So this all, these are all about bidding wars. Drew Holiday isn't worth three first-round picks, right? But yeah. because there was a bidding war with all these other teams, because he's a dude you can plug into anywhere, Bradley Beal's going to be the same way. Harden was, was kind of the same way. You could plug that guy, guy into any team, and he can make it work, um, unless you're trying to defend on the Brooklyn Nets. Towns, though, is really unique, and Towns is an incredible player, and you can build a great team around him. Minnesota has not done that, but you can build a really great team around Towns. You just have to build it. You can't just plug him into any team. Like, if you plugged him into, I don't know, like, <laughs> like I'm trying to think of which team would he just fit so well in. Uh, there's just not Ooh, many. Cat? Yeah. Dallas? He he could fit well into <laughs> Dallas if you did that, if you did a, a trade like that. Uh, but you just you have to have the right guards, I guess. You have to have defense to cover him. You have to you have to have a lot of things. Yeah. I think I'd lean Cat just because of what the uniqueness that he brings at that position, and being a forty percent you know three point shooter. Um, the injury history stuff. has to come up too, right? Last year and then this year. Sure. This year, some of its injuries. Obviously, he's out with COVID, and so that's yeah. that's different. But. He only played four games this season so far. He, when the Mavericks played them the first time, I think he was out with an injury. But. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. It's on, Fox, Fox, is, is, Fox is third, right? Yeah, but I don't think it's as a, as much of a distant third than going into that. I, yeah. Just because he is a point guard, I think that's the most important position in the league. And I think there's a ton of teams around the league that if he was on the market, they would take him right now to be their like point guard of the future. Whenever we've talked about like guards and wings and how much more important they are than bigs. The Mavs have only played the Timberwolves once. I was thinking of something else. 
I watched. I'm, I must have watched a game with them where, where he where he was out. Oh, maybe that's what it was. They played in preseason. That's what it was. was that that's what it was. All right. Um, another question for you: If <clears throat> if you were offered the GM job Ooh. of one of the four following teams, which one would you want? We're talking about the Pelicans, the Thunder, the Kings, and the Hornets. Oof. Pelicans, Thunder, Kings, Hornets. They're going to hire Nick Angstead to be the new GM. Didn't We did this over the summer, and I was 100%, 1,000% in on the Thunder, and I think I'm still in on the Thunder. Get that job. Oh, my gosh, really? Get that job security, baby. <laughs> I want the what, job. I mean, what's I want your the, Thunder like, sales pitch? Like, my why thunder, would you take My that? Thunder sales pitch is the same as the summer. I mean, this year, it's sort of weird because they're, they might not get Cade, right? Like, they might not have the number one pick, even though they're, they're 10 and 13, I guess they're. Nah, they're close to that, but yeah, but they got the arsenal to trade up to get him if they want. They have a bunch of picks for the future. They have all these teams' futures. They have a, a building block in Shea. They have a couple other interesting yeah. guys in Dort and Baisley. Low expectations and guys that play hard. I'm in on that. Mm-hmm. I'm in to build something. I'm all about building something from the ground up. I don't want to come in and have expectations and like the Hornets' job. All of a sudden, you have Gordon Hayward and you have. You have Terry Rozier and Lamel. You have Lamel. Like you, okay. This is the spectrum of the Hornets. You have Gordon Hayward and Lamelo Ball. This is just two different timelines. Like, what are you trying to do here? So I'm coming into this job, and all of a sudden, what am I expected? Am I expected to get them to the playoffs? Am I expected to get more talent around them? I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do there. And then, you see, I like I like what I I like when rebuilding teams do do this route because I think it's so important that like I don't mind what the Knicks are doing right now. Just because I think it's important to see your young guys fight to like win and like that, that you know you want to win. And I know OKC is like they're winning some games and they got some funky lineups and all that stuff. But I don't like, I don't they, mind a team. They won one less game than the Mavericks. <laughs> all right. Well, I, have they had they've COVID won, though? They've won games. They've, they've tried hard. I just, I'm, I've been a believer in LaMelo. The Hornets were my like league pass team before the season. I was all about my. Like, I would. I would just want to watch them. I think they'll be a lot of fun. And I just. I feel like I've just been validated these past few weeks. Yeah. So, um, I, I oh man, the the Pelicans. I feel like the Pelicans would be the answer about my, a lot of listeners because of Zion and Ingram. I like if you power rank the guys on this list as far as players: De'Aaron Fox, Zion, Ingram, Lamelo, Shea. That's a hard list to do. I think Ingram's I, Ingram's number one, right? Yeah. Zion Zion Fox is like Fox is probably number two. As far as like, yeah, ah, but Zion is so interesting, and you just you'd want to build a team around Zion. That'd just be or fun. Gordon How, Hayward. I should put Hayward. However, in. there's expectations now for the for the Pelicans, right? And they already have this weird team that they've built, and so that's what's kind of interesting about them is now all of a sudden you have to start doing stuff. Yeah, that's true. I think and I would take the, the oh, stuff is not Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, not at all. I think I would take the Hornets job. Maybe that's because you just love the Hornets and you love the Gordon Hayward move and you love Terry Rozier. You wanted to trade him to the Mavs. Okay. The Kings thing. If you could get rid of the owner, the Kings thing is appealing. <laughs> I don't think the Kings owner is that bad. No, he's not that bad. The Kings thing is appealing because oh I, hold hold on wait we're going back reverse rewind you're taking the Hornets job because you'd work for Michael Jordan okay okay 
It's totally would, the North Carolina collect connection. You're, you're totally, I would love to work for the greatest I'm of all time. Thousand percent biased about this. The Kings thing is appealing because of Halliburton and Fox. Yes. And like, what could you get for Bagley? And the expectations and are low. Harrison Barnes. You love Harrison Barnes. We both love Harrison Barnes. I don't know. That's a hard question for me, but oh, well, I think I'll just land on the Hornets. And yeah. Let us know. That's an interesting question. I, we should maybe do these as polls, but let us know at Lockdown Maps, at Nick Van Exit, at Isaac L. Harris on Twitter, and let us know what you think. Guys, we'll be coming back with more questions about the NBA around the league. Who are some of the best players? Who are some of the worst players? What are some ambiguous mm. things that I can tease because Isaac hasn't told me these questions? We'll talk about all that coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris, betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college, NHL, they're all in full swing. We have tons of podcasts, by the way, if you want to follow all these teams. Betonline.ag even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Isaac, I bet you they got some Bachelor lines. I bet you. Oh, I bet they do. I need to hit this up. I bet you they. what, What kind of Bachelor lines would there be? Oh, well, who's going to get a rose? Who's going to last? In a, who's going to get a one-on-one date? Yeah, for sure. Things who's going to cry the most? Things I didn't want to know. The amount of tears over under one gallon. <laughs> Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Use that promo code LOCKEDON, betonline.ag. March Madness is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his Big Board of the Year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast wherever you get your pods. I've seen Evan Evan Mobley play in person. He is a very interesting player. It's like Towns, but different. Skinny. Very skinny, yeah, for sure. And he has a brother that I thought was better than him when I watched him play. Katino, is that Katino's son? I think they're related somehow. There's like a distant relation. I feel like I asked that question when I saw them. Anyway, hit me with another question. All right, this one, I guess, might be a little hard to explain, but if you could blow up any team, <laughs> figuratively, I was like, blow up. If you could blow up any team in the league that that you not just like, hey, I'm going to find the team that is the biggest threat to the Lakers and I just want to blow the team up, whatever. If you could blow up any team or the Mavs because you think that you don't think they'll win a title, but they've kind of maxed out their potential. But it's a team that you know that they won't blow up. So it's yeah. What team would you blow up? But, you know, they won't blow it up. Is it the Nets? <laughs> okay, there's a Nets angle to the this ne- because... The Nets just lost to the Pistons tonight. With, the, with Durant didn't play, but man, the Nets team just does not look like they are a team. DeAndre they Jordan try is, is playing Kyrie. crucial defensive minutes for them. And when DeAndre Jordan plays crucial defensive minutes for your team, everyone listening to this podcast knows that is not a good thing for your team. James Harden's interaction with DeAndre Jordan was the whole entire Mavs fan base every time DeAndre <laughs> Jordan played defense or tried to play defense. Lots of Mavs fans learned what help defense was because of watching DeAndre Jordan. Like yes. I, before they before they watched him, they're like, man, something's missing here. I just don't know what it is or something weird. And then 
every single writer and podcaster talked about help defense forever. And now everyone's like, oh, I know exactly what help defense is because DeAndre Jordan did not do it. Who moves their feet more on defense, DeAndre Jordan or Tim Hardaway? No, no you, you, <laughs> this has been your thing, and I do not like it. The slander. Defensively, I, w- I, just, I just think he struggles defensively at times. But he can take charges, so that's good. For sure. So so what's a team? I mean, is it is it the Nets? Because I do think I honestly do think I would trade Kyrie if I was them and get two or three pieces that fits my team better and roll with Harden and Durant. But they never will. But I don't no. want to like the Nets is the softball, like, hey, I'm gonna throw this slow pitch to you. Well, who's another team that you're like, hey, they should blow it up, but I know they won't. Can I be the Hornets? <laughs> don't even. I'll tell you a team that I thought about. Was Golden State? Ah, uh, but what's blow it up for them? Is it just Curry and Draymond? They paid eighty million dollars to get Kelly Oubre on this team. <laughs> I know. They're not blowing this. What they they're blowing up their pocketbooks is what they're doing. They would never trade Steph, but what would his value be? Oof, he's like wasn't he like 31, 32? Yeah, but teams would still unload the cover. Oh, hundred percent. Would it be more than Harden? Probably. Because he wouldn't be as toxic when he left. Is that's Can you my- imagine what the Hornets would give to get Curry and Charlotte <laughs> and Lamelo? Can Alder I interest picks. you in a Gordon Hayward? <laughs> <laughs> like Lamelo and James Wiseman. You can take Incredible. Mitch Kupchak too. We'll give we'll give him to you. He's our GM. MJ, take Jordan. I. You're gonna say the Clippers? No, I can't answer this because. Uh the lakers my boss is the voice of this team oh you think they should blow it up like the the jazz are not going to win a title they gonna blow it up this is the best moment they've ever had this is the lock has no, never but... felt more comfortable except <laughs> for when carl malone and stockton was there and they didn't even win jack then i so, know but your, your question was who's a team that should blow it up that will not and this is a team that will not blow it up because they're playing so well it's the same as that portland team this team is like those portland teams that you know, I have Damon CJ, and there's a certain ceiling for it. I think there's a certain ceiling for this Jazz team. Maybe it's a Western Conference Finals. Maybe that's okay with them. Yeah. But I don't think it's – they're not going to win a title, and so they could blow it up. But, yeah. I'm fine with I them like being, the, being how they are, but that's the, that's the answer to your question. I feel like going into the season, everybody's pick would be Philly. Yes. But have they convinced a lot of people that they could possibly make this thing work? With I guess. I don't know. I was telling okay. you, I was I was watching the end of that Philly Kings game, and they were running, they were running in clutch, in the clutch, with one minute left to go. They're only up by four or five against the Kings, and they're running Seth Curry, Joel Embiid two man game with Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons like hanging out watching. Like they they need Seth Curry so much. It's wild how influential he is on that team. That is pretty crazy. Um, we went over the numbers a couple weeks ago about how much better they are with Seth Curry on the floor compared to off the floor. I think people tweet those numbers at me too. <laughs> what views on the Mavericks? Oh no, it's fine. Um, okay, here's my last question for you. Players in the league, 21 or under. Ooh. Outside of Luca, I'm just gonna give you seven names, and let's fantasy draft them. Okay, I'm ready. Lamelo. <laughs> Don't laugh at this one. R.J. Barrett. I'm not laughing. He's had a good season. He has. That's why I put him. Halliburton. Zion. Ja Morant. Marvin Bagley. Tyler Hero. <laughs> I am laughing at you at that one. <laughs> okay. What What am I doing? Do I want this player for the rest of their career? Am I trying to? Yeah. Am I starting a team with no one? Starting your franchise fantasy draft. Starting a franchise. 
give me Ja. Give me Zion. Give me LaMelo. Those are my top three. So Ja, Zion, and LaMelo. You know about right? the Halliburton buzz? Guys, Tyler Hero could get you Brad Beal, okay? <laughs> Almost got you I, James Harden. To build a team around, I think I would... Would I rather have LaMelo than Halliburton? How many people you think is listening right now that would agree that you... that I mean, you know I'm in this camp. I've been in this camp that Jaws over Zion. Do you think... You think that's a popular take or well the, the Grizzlies have been better than the Pelicans, so and and John Morant's who's, been a, who's easier to build around? I think Ja's easier to build around. Zion's yeah, so unique. Too. You have to there's a, there have to be a, a very specific yeah. player next to next to Zion, which they might find. Like they, I don't think it's Steven Adams, but they might find it. It has to be a stretch big that can also defend the rim. It would be incredible if it would be like an Anthony Davis type. Oh, wait, hold on. They had that. Uh, okay. Like honestly, well, Porzingis would be incredible next to him. Oh, there's he a, really would. Yeah. There's a there's a multiverse out there. It's really sad that we don't live in it, but there's a multiverse where the Mavs draft pick that year goes oh, up yeah. to number one in the lottery. They had the, they had they had the ping pong balls for it, and it didn't go up, and they didn't get it. And man, there's a there's and the Hawks a, got Cam Reddish. There's a world. That, yeah, the Hawks got Cam Reddish instead. But there's a world where the Mavs get. Uh, the Mavs get Zion, Porzingis, and Luca. Very jealous it, of that multiverse version of Nick and Isaac. Oh man, y'all wouldn't even be able to handle this podcast. To find Doctor Strange like, to see if we can find those guys. We'd be pulling a, a Josh Lloyd and dropping two pods a day. <laughs> <laughs> the rest, of, it, so it's 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 Jaw, Zion, Lamelo, Halliburton, Hero, RJ Barrett, and then Bagley. I'm gonna go with you. There's tears. John Zion tier one, Lamelo Halliburton tier two, Hero tier three, RJ four, Bagley five. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna give you a hot take. Did at I the just end of the spot. did I just do seven players in five tiers? I don't think that's allowed. <laughs> I don't are there, think it's allowed. Are either. there limits to tiers? I don't know. Are we are we in agreement? Who's last, Bagley or Bagley? RJ? Bagley, hundred percent. Okay, I put Bagley and RJ in that last tier by themselves. Then I think I put Halliburton and Hero together. What do you mean you think? Did you write it down? No, I didn't. <laughs> All right. We're at the end of the pod. Here's my hot take. I take LaMelo over Zion. Ooh. Interesting. Why? Give the case. I just think that position is more important. I, the vision that LaMelo has, the excitement that he has, his shot is looking way more encouraging I was just all in on LaMelo, and I I have worries about Zion's injury stuff. He is so much fun to watch, and I hope he works out for his case because I feel like there's so much, not as much as LeBron. LeBron, No one ever beat LeBron as far as the like the hype from such a young age and hitting that hype of like the chosen, you know, all of that stuff. Like LeBron has just blown out all the expectations that he's had. Zion had so much hype and expectations that I hope for his sake that he does become, you know, an all-star and like a perennial, like, you know, top guy in the league. I think if I was starting a franchise, I think I would take LaMelo over him though. I think, I, he's easy, I think it'd be easier to build around. And I don't know. I Is that too much? Is that hot or not? I think to have the ball handler to start your team is is not as hot, right? Like to have the yeah. guy that's and he's huge too. He's like six 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 yeah, seven. Mello. Yeah, Lamelo is the Zion thing. I, I'm still this is this has been my camp. Is that I always think that there is a lot of hype around Zion, but not a lot of expectations. No one is talking right now like, oh, the Pelicans are so bad, 
and Zion needs to pull them out of it. It's not the same as Luka, right? You, if you compare those two guys, there is more hype about Zion coming out of the draft than there was Luka. But Luka has more expectations. Maybe it's because Luka's already been there to the playoffs. Already been to the playoffs, but there's not people calling for, oh, Zion needs to do more for his team to get them. I think it's too early, though. I think you give it time. I think he will. Because Okay, when you think of the Pelicans. He'll have those expectations? You... I think he's got to show that he can. he has the potential to do that first. Okay, push Which means there's the no expectations. Ingram or Zion go to you know it's like hey they have to pick between the two. They're picking Zion all day every day. Well, right? it's because their their season ticket office exploded in glee when they yes. knew that they were getting the number one pick. Well, like, I I think that I think those expectations <laughs> will come. Jake Madison's think- carving a career out over there with the Locked On Pelicans <laughs> podcast because of Zion. We've we've experienced a very similar bump and we appreciate it. Oh yes, thank you, Luca. Uh, so yeah, I think for me, I would take Jaw one. I would take Lamelo second, Zion Ooh. third, and then I would take um, I would take Halliburton. Yeah, and then Tyler Hero, yeah. RJ, and Bagley. Almost the same list. The only difference is the the Zion Lamelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's all my questions. I if y'all have time, go to Lockdown. I think we posted from the Lockdown NBA account. I did think it was very intriguing to rank the rank f- the five young point guards. We had a fun debate among hosts about that. Uh, basically, yeah, Ja, and I had that question in here, but we kind of overlapped on some of the players. But Ja, Colin Sexton, Trey Young, De'Aaron Fox, and SGA, I think. SGA was the other one, yeah. Yeah, those five. Yeah, let us know where you stand on, on those five because I, I think that's very curious. And who, you know, pretty much for me, what was the order of the four players, you know, above Trey Young? The four players? <laughs> we got to end there. We'll be back after the. Uh, oh, great. I put a Trey joke in here, and now we're about to play the Hawks. So. After the Mavs Hawks game, we'll be back to post game pod. Check out Brad Roland, Lockdown Hawks, if you want more on them. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. So, boom. Okay. She's worried about her motorcycle sitting idle, so she wants us to take it out once a day. Here. I think you should do this. You're more the biker type. I've seen you use a toothpick in public. Motorcycles are death machines. I have three kids. I'm not risking it. Are you saying my life matters less because I don't conform to society's heteronormative, child-centric ideals? Are you really playing the gay card right now? Yes, queen.